You're listening to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. We cover everything in the world of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, stepping up to the mic, your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome to I Said What I Said, sports podcast with opinions not heard anywhere else. I'm your host, Brad Wakai, coming to you from Brooklyn, New York, a smoky Brooklyn, New York, Tyson. That is my co-host, Tyson Gentry, coming from a clear Missoula, Montana, where normally the roles are reversed. But we're not here to talk about any crazy weather that's going on and where we live, Tyson. We got a ton of news to discuss because that's because your boy, Lionel Messi, is coming to the United (laughs) States. This is crazy, man. I mean, I'm not – you're the soccer guy here, so I'm going to defer to you on a lot of this or uh, football, I guess. But um, the biggest star in the world, like sporting or otherwise, it's got to be him. Him or Cristiano Ronaldo. I think, you know, the, the Ronaldo fans, which I, I'm more partial to Ronaldo myself as a player. See, but I like winners. Ronaldo's a winner too. I mean, you know, he's got a ton of Champions League championships so he won the euros of portugal but you know he didn't get that world cup you're right you're right i'm excited for this i'm I'm curious your thought for someone who let you know watches the world cup you know kind of follows the big stories but we'll get into all of that his contract the impact that's going to happen on american soccer if any but tyson this is undoubtedly the biggest star that is coming to play soccer or football in the United States of America. We've had David Beckham go to LA Galaxy. We've had Thierry Henry come to the New York Red Bulls. We've had Zlatan Ibrahimovic. We've had different names, Wayne Rooney, Bastian Schweinsteiger for the German fans out there. Different names sprinkled here and there, but this is undoubtedly the biggest move that American soccer has ever pulled off. It's honestly shocking. It's pretty crazy, especially when like you start kind of digging into the weeds a little bit and you start seeing he's getting treated like a pay-per-view boxer, right? He's getting a cut of the <laughs> Apple money from the MOS games or they're going to put a Leo Messi documentary out um, on the World Cup on Apple TV. So uh, Saudi Arabia, I'm sure, threw a bunch of money at him and I'm sure there was a whole lot of other people that were offering crazy things, but um, he chose to go live in Miami, dude. And I think it's funny that People, some people seem to have a problem with this. I mean, I understand it from the perspective of like if somebody, if Barcelona, the basketball team, offered Nikola Jokic four hundred million dollars and stole him from the NBA, I people would be upset too. Uh, but like, let the guy ride off in the sunset. He gets to move to Miami, uh, make half a billion dollars, living somewhere beautiful. Um, dude, it's going to be so sweet. It's going to drive the numbers up like tenfold. Oh, it's going to be insane. And, and we'll get to that, like the impact and everything like that. And you mentioned Saudi Arabia. I have the numbers right here. Saudi Arabian club Al-Halal offered him a three-year, $1.6 billion contract <laughs> to come and play for their club. Yet he turned that down. The contract officially for Inter-Miami, which is the MLS team he'll play for, not fully out there. Now, Tyson mentioned there's some revenue sharing. These are still things that are going to be worked out. But Apple TV bought the rights to the MLS it used to be split between ESPN and Fox. Apple came in, bought it. So all games from the MLS are now being streamed on Apple TV plus, which is very interesting um, just in terms of the way the MLS is moving forward and how they want to go and really be a, a global player in this game. So getting a, a star like this over, you, you're going to have to make some concessions. And I really think the MLS looked at that inter Miami looked at that and was like, okay, what can we do to really drive him here? And revenue sharing is part of that. 
And I think that's the way forward, you know, ownership, things like that, you know, different players involved in different aspects of this league. And Tyson, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. David Beckham is a part owner of Inter Miami. He's really the face of that club. And they've actually been really bad since he's started it. You know, he, he just put this, it's been an expansion team in Miami. They've been really bad. They've had some players come over from Juventus and just try to piece things together. And it hasn't worked out for him. I'm not quite sure why. Undoubtedly, they're thinking this will this will change their franchise with good reason. But he offered them initially a ownership stake, Lionel Messi, in Inter Miami alongside with him. Now, I don't know if that's still on the table or not. If that's even allowed, I'm not quite sure what the MLS bylaws are in terms of that. But this is a historic deal for Messi. Well, another part of this, and I don't know kind of the specifics here. This something might be something you can speak a little bit better to, but uh, Messi has a lifetime contract with Adidas, doesn't he? Yes, he does. And Adidas and the MLS are like, isn't, aren't, isn't Adidas to the MLS like basically what Nike is to basketball at like at yep, this point? Pretty much. So yes. maybe that plays a little bit of a part in it. Whatever the deal the guy signs, I'm sure it's probably not 1.6 billion um, over three years like that. Uh, contract you just mentioned but he's gonna get paid dude and he, get, he gets to go live somewhere uh nice and not have to worry about anything him and his fiance or wife or girlfriend or whatever can sleep in the same bed remember that was the thing with ronaldo i think and when he got over to saudi arabia is they had to make an exception for him and his girlfriend to uh sleep in the same bedroom there's just <laughs> different rules and stuff and maybe he's yeah. not he didn't want to go uh abide by those but like i think that no matter if this works or makes Inter Miami better or whatever the case may be, look at the ticket prices and the difference between he got there and now, uh, or before he got there and now, and the followers on Instagram and all that stuff, it's going to pay for itself because it's like every four years, people talk about this as an international game, the biggest game in the world. And we don't really feel that here in America. I think this is going to be one of the times where, we start looking at these two people watching these MOS games with Lionel Messi in them. And then I think the, the light bulb might go off for a lot of these other companies too. Yeah, absolutely. And just to put a bow on it, like I said, there's no set contract yet right now. It's expected that his contract is going to be two and a half years because he's expected to join in the summer. So it'll be the half, the second half of the MLS season this year, but that's going to be a two and a half year contract anywhere between 125 million and $150 million. Revenue sharing, obviously, that can increase and different things like that with Adidas. Who knows what he can net at the end of it, but that's going to be his base pay or base contract from Inter Miami themselves. Now, what's interesting to me, Tyson, and before we kind of move on to the American soccer angle that that you started out, I just want to put a bow on this. There's a lot of rumors after Messi's two years at PSG that he would twilight and in his career at Barcelona where he basically grew up in their youth academy and things like that and played the majority of his career there. But he, we. This would be have to be a longer form podcast with somebody who is more familiar with the situation there. But Barcelona's leadership did not do a good job of keeping him in Catalonia when he initially left to go to PSG, and I don't think the bridges were mended and the fences were mended when he was up to have a new contract. So it's an, it's an interesting angle. I thought for sure he was going to go back to Barcelona, but at 35 years old, he's ready for his, a new phase of his soccer life, and he's heading to the United States, which I think is just amazing for American soccer. I also think this dude might have the best PR team of all time because his answer <laughs> to the press conference when he was like, I don't want to take money out of anybody else's pockets. That's really what I'm doing this for. Uh, that was a That was a fantastic way to say, I'm about to make 
a billion dollars and go, <laughs> go live on the beach. Um, I'm going to be fine. Uh, granted, he could have done that there as well. But, um, I mean, this is the biggest signing in the history of American soccer, right? Like, was it – For sure. Uh, Pele went to, like, the New York Cosmos or something like that yeah. I was reading in the 70s. And you mentioned all the other ones. But this is um, – I don't know as much uh, history of the sport, but um, this is he's a, he's a traffic driver. Wherever he goes, it's like, dude, they're chanting his name in a Taylor Swift concert if he shows up. That's how big this guy is. A hundred percent. And Pele to the Cosmos was huge. That was before the MLS. You know, but in terms of what the MLS is, you know, I named the big names. This is easily the biggest one. And I think when we look at it, this is a perfect market for Lionel Messi to enter because. If you, I know MLS is not popular for a lot of people who may be watching. It's very niche. You know, there's not a, if you're a soccer fan, you're maybe not a fan of American soccer. You're more so a fan of European soccer. That being said, this is going to drive eyeballs. Like, like you said, Tyson, this is going to drive eyeballs and be like, man, I, I, I may have to just put on that inner Miami game. Oh, Messi's doing something. Like, let's see what's going on here because. If you see the scenes from some of the popular stadiums, like Austin FC down in Austin, Texas, where po- soccer is extremely popular, that stadium sold out. Atlanta United. Sometimes there's more people at an Atlanta FC game or Atlanta United game than the Atlanta Falcons game, which is crazy to think about. But it happens sometimes. Like it's it's remarkable. Some of these hot spots and areas, like St. Louis, the new expansion team, they're going through a renaissance. We always know. I mean, we're close to the area. The Sounders. That's a huge team. The Portland yeah. Timbers. Miami can become that. Like it's an area that's already very into soccer, and then you just drop the biggest or second biggest star in the in the world in terms of sports right in there, and he's going to continue to play at a high level. This could be like we're sitting on a, a tender box, and all of a sudden this thing's ready to blow. Right, and we've been saying for a long time now. I think that the way to get um, America caught up with the rest of the world, so to speak, it's it's. Interesting because we all talk about America as the best athletes and blah, 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 blah. But then you go to play the World Cup, the Olympics, all those things, and uh, really not close. No matter how much we want to pretend like they're right on the – they're knocking on the door, it's just never quite broken through. But now instead of watching these guys on TV or this guy specifically, and I'm assuming this is going to open up doors uh, because of how big he is, but you can touch him. Right, you could see him in person now, and so if you're growing up in Miami, it's like, yeah, I got. He's 35, but I got to watch Messi as a kid. Whereas before, you know, you're watching YouTube highlights or you're staying up till 2:30 in the morning to catch the game because of time zone differences, things like that. And now it's like the biggest star in the world is down the street. Um, And you said it's a like it's a super um, diverse population in Miami as well, which I think is like, it's it's perfect. It's it's going to be awesome, man. Absolutely. And Apple's dropping that virtual reality thing, man. We're gonna be oh. like, we're gonna be writing on the pitch, basically. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Like it, it is a huge thing for American soccer, and they just can't bungle this now. Like they can't screw it up. Like this is a blessing. This is huge. They want to grow the game in the United States and domestically. This is the opportunity. That is what they have in front of them right now, Tyson. Me as someone who's seen kind of like the ins and outs of the United States Soccer Federation, with if, if you're not aware, kind of go look up what happened with Greg Bearhalter and the and the Reinas and everything like that. Not going to get into that here. There is some question marks if they can do that, but on the positive side, this is easily the biggest day in Major League Soccer history. And if they can capitalize on this, holy smokes! I mean, we could be looking at a a new generation of soccer fans and a growth that we have not seen in American soccer like ever. It's about time. 
About time. About time. Okay, before we get out of here, Tyson, we have the biggest game in club sports right now in soccer. We have my team, Manchester City, facing Inter Milan, an Italian club, in the UEFA Champions League final. Now, what's on the line here? Pep Guardiola, used to be Lionel Messi's old manager, actually, at Barcelona, is trying to do something at Manchester City he's never done, and that's win the Champions League final. It's been close. Finished runner-up a few years ago. But he has not won that one. Now, what's even bigger at this time? If they win the Champions League final, Manchester City, they will only be the second English team to ever win a treble, which is when you're the Premier League, win the FA Cup, and then win the Champions League. Only Manchester United's ever done that on the Premier League side and the England side. So this is huge. This is huge. My best bet, Erling Holland, to score a goal. He's their striker. He's been quiet. He's going to score in this game. Minus 140 is an absolute steal. This is a hammer spot. Erling Holland is scoring. He had two sitters that he missed in the FA Cup against Man U. Got saved. Really should have been in the back of the net. Had a couple other ones in the semifinals. This is the game when he's going to smash one in. Erling Holland, minus 140, best bet anytime goal scorer in the Champions League final. I expect Manchester City to lift the cup. Can't lay minus 480 on that. So let's go here, minus 140. Holland, goal scorer. What do you think of that, Tyson? You riding with me? I think that if anybody's been following us on the chalkboard app, uh, I said what I said, uh, the roundtable bets, just in case, uh, you know that Brad's been smashing these soccer bets. So hop on the App Store, hop on Google Play, whatever it is, download chalkboard, go ahead, type in roundtable bets, find us and tail him because he has been crushing uh, soccer left and right and uh, a couple good NBA plays yesterday. Ooh, man, I was getting nervous, man. It's been a cold NBA season, but (laughs) who says too little too late, baby? Let's close the season strong. (laughs) All right, guys, we appreciate you you watching this. It's a huge day for American soccer. We we just had to do something about it because we both love Lionel Messi, especially after the World Cup. Tyson was geeking. He was texting me all the time. Man, this is crazy, this Messi guy. But (laughs) you want more of our stuff. Yeah, you never heard of him. No, no, no. That's not true. He's not that big of a a (laughs) non-soccer guy. Don't, Don't worry. Don't let him fool you. But like, subscribe, and share the show. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, rate, review, whatever the case may be. Go ahead and send us a question. If you have something to say about Lionel Messi, we'll answer it in there as well. You can always follow us, interact with us on our social media pages. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is all the same, at I-S-W-I-S underscore pod. We are back. We're talking a little hardball, a little baseball, Tyson, I haven't talked about. But it's getting into the summer here. So we're going to do a little check-in on what's been going on in the Diamond. We'll talk to you guys then. Peace. Thanks for listening to the I Said What I Said podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of I Said What I Said.